0: girls welcome to the SBP this episode is brought to you by anchor anchor.fM is where you want to go if you want to do a podcast because why not you want you got stuff to say you want to say things and you want to tell the people where it's at and who it is and what it is go to anchor.fm get started they're very very easy
1: creation tools. Make it so that you can uh, easily,
0: easily put together a podcast and there'd be no sweat off your brow, son. Very, very easy. So easy. I do it. I do it. Uh, And you can make money off of the podcast with a zero audience minimum listenership. Means, uh, you don't have to have a large audience. You just have to have a generous art audience that can donate directly to your cause, and you can um, you can do a podcast. You can make money, and the Anchor app provides uh, a service to you. In that, they upload it to all the major podcast platforms: Spotify, Google's, Apple's, all the. So get started. Get at it. All right? Anchor.fm. Download it to your phone. Download it to your PC. And, and, and make it all happen for you. Because it's good like that. Ah, uh, Your boys got dates. Sean Boyles. That's me. You can catch me doing stuff. You can catch me doing comedy on December 14th up in the North Bay. at Rohnert, In uh, in Roner Park at Sally Tomatoes. Catch me doing comedy at Vinnie's Bar and Grills in Concord, California on December 20th. On December 18th, you can see your boy playing drums with Hazards at the caravan in San Jose. You can catch me in the new year on January 14th doing the comedy at uh, Three Disciples in Santa Rosa, and you can also catch me in Sunnyvale at Murphy's Law Irish Pub on January 20th. I those are what I got going on. And I I keep copying and pasting those dates onto the next thing for my next set of notes, and I keep forgetting to flip the Vinnies and the Hazards because that is not in chronological order as I just filled them out. (sighs) deal with it, you fuckers. Also, what you got to deal with is the fact that um, your boy here doesn't have the rights to uh, music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast, which means that um, I don't own or, co- or have copywritten, um licensing or whatever to the music that you hear. On the podcast, okay? Don't come after me. Don't try to fucking get smart with me. Don't try to fucking don't don't, don't try don't try me. All right, I ain't the one. And if you try to sue me or come after my monetary gains, you will be sorely, sorely disappointed because I have no money.
1: <laughs>
0: don't sue me for the music I play because I don't own the rights to. And I'm, this is the disclaimer that makes it so that. That doesn't happen, hopefully. Okay, let's do a podcast.
1: It's the Sean Boyle's podcast music, comedy, drums, life.
0: I think you got turkey leftovers at this point, right? At this point, all Thanksgiving food is eaten or thrown out because you got worried that it sat in there for too long. You think it's gonna get bad. Like how and then how long do you like how long do you let it sit? Because there's a point where you get tired, right? You get tired of the turkey leftovers, you get tired of turkey sandwiches, you know. Maybe you had so much food that you can go a week, week and a half after turkey day. And still have shit left over. But you get fucking tired of eating that shit every day. So you wait a couple of days. And then you wait a third day. And then before you know it, it's two and a half weeks after Thanksgiving. And you still got Thanksgiving food left over. Do you still eat it? Or do you throw it out? What do you do? I, I'll eat that shit. I don't give a fuck. I'll eat <laughs> I'll eat some shit that's been in the refrigerator for a very questionable length of time, and as long as it as long as it don't smell bad or ain't nothing growing on it, I'll fucking eat it. I am, I guess, kind of gross like that. I, uh, I remember years and years ago, uh, I was living with this dude, this dude John, and uh, we were just, you know, splitting rent on our apartment. I needed a place to go. He needed a roommate. That was about it. John was cool. Big dude big boy John. And uh he would just sit on the couch and eat his uh eat whatever he's eating and uh watch television. I spent most of my time in my room, uh, with my television and um and or uh the computer and uh we didn't really get it. But, you know, we were really cool about respecting each other's groceries. Um and there was hardly ever a time when, you know, I had something that he ate, or vice versa. And uh, I remember one time I had uh, some lunch meat. I had some lunch meat. I had some salami, and um, I started making a sandwich. And he's all, uh, "What are you using to make a sandwich?" So I, saw, I had some salami in there. He's like, "That salami?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Dude, how long's that salami been in there?" He's, "I looked at it. It looked gray." I was making a sandwich with some gray ass salami. I don't give a shit. You can't phase me. Nothing fucks up my stomach. Not too many times anyway. It's a, it's a rarity that I eat something and, um, uh, and I get all fouled up in the stomach areas from the fucking questionable shit that was in the, in the, in the refrigerator do not happen too often, kids. It doesn't happen too often. Uh, all let right, right. Uh, we're going to do the normal thing. I'm going to do a, um, you know, just kind of recap the week like I usually do. Talk about some stuff that uh, interests me. Um, I, uh, I'm i going to do a different reaction of the week this week, uh, be it that the charts are uh, chocked full of stuff that I've already done. I got a different little... Uh, Angle, I'm gonna attack this week, and maybe it, maybe uh, when we need to, we will um, we will continue this anyway. But first off, let me uh, stop uh, or let me uh, 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 let me say that uh, the night after, night after Thanksgiving, Friday night, um, got a text. I was working, and uh, was I working? Or was that on Saturday? I think that was Saturday. It wasn't the Friday after. It was the Saturday after. No, it was the Friday after. It was the Friday after Thanksgiving. See, the fucking old man mind just mishmashes and throws everything together. Um. I, uh, I was working. Oh, that's OK. Let's talk about what happened on Friday. All right. All right. Let's talk about Friday. Friday after Thanksgiving, I am—I uh, don't have to work. I got the day off. I'm lounging around. I'm having a great time. I had just barely woke up. I got up to pee, and within the time it took me to pee and get back to the coziness of my bed, I noticed that I had a missed call. Somebody had called me coincidentally in the time I don't have. I hardly ever have my ringer on. If you ever call me and i don't pick up more likely because i don't have the ringer on and i didn't even see that i had anybody calling okay um uh, i just don't have the ringer on the ringer is never on i keep it on vibrate and half the time i don't even feel that because i am dead inside and out um so uh, i checked my voicemail and it's my mom's and the mom is saying with 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 panic in her voice, call me back as soon as you can. We need your help. Now, of course, a thousand different things run through my mind at that point. Um, just it it's there was panic in her voice though, and that's what that's what caught me. the 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 part that we need your help, eh, whatever. But the <laughs> the tone in the in the the little panic in the voice is what made me call back immediately because I might not call back immediately. <laughs> so, uh, I called mom back and she is telling me that my stepfather has decided to try to paint something. And the smell of the primer that I suggested they use to paint the thing that they were going to paint is overwhelming the house. And, um, he's, you know, it's, 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 it's triggering his asthma and they're having a hell of a time. She's getting a headache. Da, 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 so I tell him, all right, open all the doors and windows, get a fan blowing. I'll be there as soon as I can. So, uh, I hang up the phone and I fall asleep for another 15 minutes. <laughs> Ah, I wish I was making that shit up. I fucking laid back down and nodded off, and then uh, got up, put my paint clothes on, headed down to my mom's to see what was going on with whatever fuckery they had going on. So apparently, um, so my mom had re, re- remodeled her kitchen, and she did it kind of over the pandemic. Didn't ask me for any help they hand painted their kitchen cabinets um which is a feat i wish no one to take on because it is a pain in the ass uh but they did it and they did a fine job uh did retiled the um uh retiled the countertops put a nice backsplash up and then uh painted with this cool tile paint that I have uh, found, uh, the floor. Now, all that was left was this giant, um, uh, basically these two, uh, uh, well, not even two. It was, uh, well, a giant, uh, uh a header that goes across. There was a load bearing thing and there was two load bearing posts that were put in the walls that were done in such a way that they could be decorative. So they were stained, a really dark, uh, so they kept them the natural wood, but then my father stained it with whatever the fuck he stained it with um, a million years ago. It's super thick, just a coat of fucking plastic on this wood, you know, and it, you know, bulletproof shit, whatever he used from back in the day. Uh, so they're painting over that because that's the last thing that's kind of the old kitchen, is this dark, wood and they wanted to paint it you know so i told him you know you got to cover that clear or whatever's on there whatever varnish the old man used you got to make it so the latex paint will stick to that so you got to get a really good primer on there so i told him to use this specific oil-based primer and that shit hella smells. so he got you know a little bit of this shit primed before the smell was too much so i finished the priming i let it dry you know enough that I can put the paint on and we paint it with oh, this nice black color and uh and made a real cool little um you know a, a nice sort of uh cap on on the uh, on the kitchen that was the last part that needed to be done now that's done now it all looks like it's supposed to be that way, and good on you we got a nice kitchen as I was finishing for the day. And this is why I felt like I worked, because I was actually at the mom's work. And I get a text from an old friend, my old friend, my old, the guy I, kn- I have known the longest, my oldest friend, not in age, but in knowing them. Uh, one, uh, my friend Mark Ford, my friend, I probably shouldn't use last names on here, but who gives a shit? Nobody on here. Um, not enough people listen to this to get anybody in trouble. So fuck it. My man Mark uh, sends out a group text to us and a couple of fellas. And, hey, you know, where where are we hanging out tonight, basically? And then uh, I guess everybody was not able to hang out. So uh, I was like, I'm down because the wife was still out of town, you know, and um, I enjoy hanging out with my buddy. So we uh, we decide on a place and then um, we meet at the place and then we get a text from uh, Garsha, our buddy David. And uh, he meets us over there. Garsh is one of the few people that actually listen to this podcast. And uh in and then we had a great night. We just sat out this little this little bar in uh Castro Valley called Doolittles. Um sat down there, fucking bullshitted for a few hours. It was great, had some laughs. Uh I told some stories and mentioned a couple things that happened, and Dave said, Yeah, I heard you talk about that on your podcast. I was like, God damn. I have nothing to talk about if people have listened to my podcast. Apparently, I am sharing my life here on the podcast and making it so that if I see somebody that I know that has listened to my podcast, they've heard everything I got to say because I've babbled about it on here. This is what I've learned about myself in the last week is that I have nothing. I got nothing else to talk about if you have listened to my podcast. So... um, Thank you, David, for letting me know that I am uh, boring as fuck out in the public now. I can't function because I've I've wasted all my all my tall tales here. Thank you. But uh, but no, it was rad. It was rad to hang out with those guys. Um, there was a Warriors game on while uh, while we were bullshitting. And uh, the little bit I know about sports uh, said a couple of things and. We had, like I said, we had some laughs, we had good times. It was awesome possum. Uh so that was Friday. And then uh let's see, Saturday did nothing. And then Sunday I had a show. So <laughs> Sunday I had a show in Richmond. This was at the um the bridge storage and art space in Richmond, California. And I had done a show there before. And it went fairly okay. In fact, uh, it's one of the few shows that I did. And it was last January, January 2020. And um, so, you know, creeping up almost on two years since I've done a show at this place. And uh, my man uh, J.D. runs this thing. He's got a whole little conglomerate of folks that he uh, has sort of working for him or working with him to do things. It's pretty cool. Uh, they have their podcast, The Voice Party Podcast. And then they have all kinds of stuff that they do in and around the the podcast. And uh, one of them is, is producing these comedy shows. And uh, so I guess during the summer they were doing comedy shows there, but they were doing them outside uh, in a cool little spot. This was inside, but it was inside a different building from which I had done the show before. Uh, doesn't matter, whatever. Um had a good show, had a decent set. Uh but then uh I want to uh there was a (laughs) something of note that happened at this show which I thought was pretty goddamn hilarious. Um the headliner for the night, uh Jose Contreras is on and he's going through his shit. And um he was supposed to do, I think, twenty minutes and j d had given them the light, and usually when you get the light, you got about two minutes or so to wrap it up and Jose decided to do another fifteen minutes, if not longer. My man kept going, <laughs> but he was getting laughs it wasn't like he was bombing for that time he was doing good, you know what I mean but at one point the um the fella. And I, uh, forgive me because I forget his name. Um, the fellow that was helping uh, JD with the sound, you know, he's playing music in between the comics, you know. Um, he apparently had nodded off. He fell asleep. He was at his little table with the mixer, his little sound thing. And he's out. He's asleep. And in a just coincidentally, in between a little break in uh, Jose's... Uh, comedy as you do when you're doing your comedy you have little stops either to create tension or to go from one bit to another this kid's asleep and he lets out a fucking haymaker of a fart he farts and you know it's a good sized room there's you know I don't know 10 12 people watching the show And you hear that shit played as day, A good, forceful, solid tone, good butt lip vibrato. And it stopped Jose. He's like, what the fuck? Did you just fart? And I was in the back laughing. It was so fun. And the dude woke up. He's like, wait a minute, you're asleep. Dude was asleep and then he farted and it was hilarious. And it was a young guy. He's a young dude. And, um, you know, and then he said after the show, Oh dude, I've been up since fucking the other day, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know how young guys are, you know, young guys that are, that are out there doing the thing. Young guys that are partying, you know, they, um, you know, they're not, they're not sleeping. And they're falling asleep on their jobs, and then and and and, and they're farting. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, that was Sunday night, and then uh, Monday, uh, Monday and Tuesday I actually had off. So it's been a pretty chill few days there after Thanksgiving. Uh, not a lot going on. Saturday and Sunday I did work. Saturday during the day and Sunday during the day I did work. But then uh Monday and Tuesday had off and Monday the wife finally came home. The wife is home and it's been cool to have the wife home. Um she made me some dinner. <laughs> I got her I got her some flowers for coming home just to say hey, I missed you. Um Yeah, man. Uh she made um Ah what was she um she made me tonight um it's so good uh mabu mabudon i think she said it's called mabudon it's basically a uh, ground beef and tofu in a sauce with uh, green onions and some other stuff over rice And, uh, man, it's good. She actually said it's a Chinese dish, but it's a Chinese dish. That's pretty popular in Japan. And of course the Japanese put their own little spin on it, but man, was it good? That was, that was the dinner tonight. So good. So yeah. Um, the wife is back and I am a happy clam because I got somebody to make me food. No. (laughs) All right. Um, but saturday um saturday was a uh, here in the bay area there was a big big show um at the fox theater in oakland california it was the uh, so there was supposed to be this big tour they had so yeah let's back up back in uh day, 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 day. back in march or february Let's say February. Back in February of 2020, Testament, Exodus, and Death Angel were on tour in Europe. In fact, they were in Italy when Italy was getting hammered with the uh, with COVID, with the COVID-19ers. So they canceled the rest of their tour, and they came home. As they got home, lots of crew, and members of bands were sick with the COVID. One Will Carroll, drummer for Death Angel, got really sick. In fact, was in the hospital, um, was in a coma, a medically induced coma for uh, 12 days. Uh, This is at a time when they didn't know about, you know, putting people on ventilators and how that's uh, sort of, you're at death's door if you get put on the ventilator, but he, uh, he fought through it. And uh, he is a hundred percent now, but uh, it was in the early days when they didn't really know how to treat it, so uh, we almost lost Will Carroll. Thankfully, he uh, did not pass. Um, so th- that was the Bay Strikes Back tour in Europe. Well, they had planned to do a Bay Strikes Back tour of the U.S., and that was gonna. Ha- uh, it was supposed to happen after the European tour. The European tour. Got cut short. And then they scheduled a bunch of dates. Had to push those dates back. Because of, you know, things weren't really open yet. And they had slotted this stuff for this fall. This fall, they were supposed to do the Bay Strikes uh, the Bay Strikes Back tour. But being a little uh, leery about things and new variants and shit, they postponed the tour once again. And now it's pushed back to the spring. However... The Oakland date of the tour they kept, uh, at least just to do a show for the home crowd, because these are all Bay Area bands, and that was on Saturday, and I did not go. I did not go, and I fucking regret it. I regret it big time. Um, I, anytime those those there's shows like that, I um, I always balk at the beginning, as far as getting a ticket, I know it's going to be a pain in the ass. I don't want to pay da, da, da. These are friends of mine. You know, maybe I could sneak in. I, you know, I go through all these things in my mind. Uh, and I hadn't planned on going at all until the last minute. Like I got done with work on Saturday and I'm dry. I'm dry, The guy I was working for uh is a fan of all these bands and we were even talking about the show and he's like, yeah, I can't really go to those shows anymore. You know, my back's too fucked up. I can't stand there. And he's like, "If I do go, I, you know, I got a, a, a handicap placard that I can use and they wheel me around and stuff. He's all, like, but I feel bad because, you know, it isn't like I can't walk, you know, I don't want to take advantage, blah, blah blah. he had this really cool, you know, sort of idea about the whole thing. And, and, um, But I was driving home, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go. So I come home, I jump in the shower, I take a shower, I'm about to get dressed, I sit down, and that's it, man, that was it, I was done, I was fucking done, dude, I'm so fucking old and crusty now, like, I can't even, I can't do shit, man, I just, that was it, I sat down, (laughs) I was like, I said, oh. As soon, as soon as I sat down, I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm not going." Because, like, if I didn't sit down, I probably would have made it. But the fact that I sat down just fucking ruined all idea of me fucking getting up and going. And and again, I didn't have a ticket. You know, I was you know gonna kind of hope that I can get get one out in front of the place or. Maybe they were selling some more. Maybe I see, you know, a friend of mine that's got a pass. or I don't know. I was going to weasel my way in or whatever. Or or not. Maybe I was going to go there and fucking not be able to do shit. Um, and what makes me regret it is that when I'm looking at my social medias and, you know, my social media that night and the whole next day was nothing but pictures from that show from, all you know, from – a ton of my friends that had went, you know, I figured, I don't know. I probably would have known, you know, about 30% of the people that were at that show. Um, a lot of friends would have went and people were talking about, Oh, it's a family reunion and shit like that. So super bummed that I missed the big shoe of, uh, f- I mean, fuck three B area legend bands. And then fucking with Exodus just releasing their record. And that thing being a fucking motherfucker of an album. It would have been nice to see some of those songs live. Um, I did watch some videos that were taken of the show. It seemed like fucking everybody was just on point and sounded good. And uh, the Fox is weird, though. The Fox is a weird spot to see metal shows because that's not a place that's made for loud music. So um, it can handle it, but... It can get wonky in there. I mean, in fact, that place is set up for... I mean, acoustically, it's set up great for not needing a lot of amplification on that stage. Um, It's a very cavernous and reverberating sort of uh, theater. And it's a beautiful theater, too. It's really, really nice. Um, But, uh, yeah, man, I mean... I saw... Well, I roadied for my buddy's band kowloon city as they uh were main support for sleep um at the fox and um i mean sleep should definitely be in the running for uh loudest band on the planet because that shit was loud dude I, I might have told the story before but we show up i show up with the fellas in kowloon city to uh, to be the roadie for them and um The back uh, loading dock to load equipment in, uh, it's really cool because it loads right onto the stage. Like, you go through a door and you are on the stage, basically. And so you can, you know, bring stuff right in. And as we're bringing stuff in, sleep is sound checking. And uh, you know how, I mean, we've all seen it. We've all seen uh, bands have a fuck ton of speakers on the stage. And, you know especially metal bands, you see all those Marshall stacks lined up, multiple, you know, four, or five, six stacks. And you go, wow, look at all those speakers. What, nine times out of ten, those are dummy, what they call dummy cabinets. Um, sometimes they're actual real cabinets, but they're just not getting used. They're just up there for the look. But sometimes they're actually empty. There is no speakers in them. It makes it lighter for the road crew to set those things up, but you know, a lot of bands have been called out on that shit too. But you see it all the time, you know. This the, in fact, I seen pictures from that Exodus show, Exodus or, or uh, from Exodus set from the show the other night, and um, you know, just lined up of Marshall stacks on either side, and I'm sure not but one or two on each side were plugged in and had music coming out of them. So, I tell you all that because as I sh- as we show up for Sleep, as they are uh sound checking, Matt guitarist Matt Pike for Sleep has I think four full stacks on his side of the stage. Alcis Narrow's bass player for Sleep has three um 8 by 10 uh, re- what they call refrigerator cabinets, speaker cabinets and uh, and there's a head on each cabinet and there's a head on each stack on, uh, on uh, Matt Pike's side every tube in every head is on and glowing, which means all those amps are on all those speakers are plugged in and amplifiers are pushing all those speakers basically their stage volume was fucking thunderous and none of it was fake and sleep was loud as fuck at the Fox theater In fact I made a joke Uh, we were under um, the um, the green rooms and stuff are underneath uh, 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 underneath the the stage like a second level and um, or a basement level almost and we're down there you know you could just hear the fucking whole place rattling underneath there. And I made a joke. I was like, hey, you there's going to be fucking union guys in here tomorrow fucking tightening every screw and bolt in this joint. It's going to be a fucking month-long process to tidy up this place after sleep just rattled the fucking building into rubble almost. Um, so I'm saying the place can't handle that loud volume is what I'm saying. So uh, seeing metal bands there, eh, I saw Beck there. He sounded a fucking amazing. Um, who else have I seen there? I saw Flogging Molly there. They were great. I don't think I've seen any other metal, though, there besides Sleep. And then Kowloon, Walt City, I was actually on the stage while they were on because I was their roadie. I was making sure shit didn't break or whatever. So, um, so yeah. Big volume stuff. Eh, you know, I don't think uh, the Fox is this. Sp- but in the Bay Area, there's no other. Uh, there's no other place that's a large theater like that, especially in the East Bay. You got the Warfield and then you got the Fox. Well, you got the Paramount, too, but I don't think the Paramount has uh, metal bands playing there usually. So, yeah, it's going to be the Fox or it's going to be the Warfield. And the Warfield holds like fucking 3,000. I don't think the Fox is quite that big. I want to say the Fox is maybe 1,500. Between 1,500 and 2,000, I'm going to say. And it's not. it's not as big as the Warfield. The Warfield's almost three. And this is just rattling off the top of my head. I am pretty sure the warfield's close to 3. It's not quite 3, but it's close. So I'm guessing the fox is between 1500 and 2000. But what do I know? I know nothing.
1: Oh, wow. That is true. What did I just listen to? <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is a part of the podcast where I react to the top song on the pop charts. However, I'm not going to do that this week because the, the pop charts this week are chock full of songs that I've already done and be it that we're creeping up on Jimmy Christ's birthday, um, the uh, the amount of Christmas songs that are creeping into the Billboard One Hot One Hundred. It's pretty, uh, pretty silly. So uh, maybe in the next few weeks, I don't do the pop charts, and uh, I decided that I'm going to this week do a reaction to bands that I've been hearing their name over the years, um, for many a uh, many year, but I've never. Um, I've never checked them out. I've never listened to them. I don't know anything about these bands and what they sound like. And from the looks of what my iPad is doing, I might not be able to fucking do this. Okay, let's see. Let's hope this opens up and we can get a song to play. So uh, I'm going to do two different bands. And the reason why I'm going to do these two bands, and you'll know by their names, I've never checked out either one of these bands. Uh, one band is OTEP, O-T-E-P, OTEP. And the other band is OPETH, O-P-E-T-H. Um, OTEP, I believe, is from, um, I think they're an American band, maybe Los Angeles area. And OPETH, I believe, is from Sweden. Um so let's do, um, let's, fuck it. Let's do, um, let's do OTEP first. How about that? What do you say? What do you say? Um, uh, let's see if we can get this shit to come up. Come on. We were just looking at it a minute ago. OTEP. Let's see what OTEP's all about as the iPad loads up. Um. Do I look at a description of the band? About. I know nothing about this band. I just, I've just i heard this name for years. I don't know anything. You know what? Fuck it. I won't read the description. Real quick, though, I can see that they are from Los Angeles. The first sentence is, a hard-hitting, outspoken female fronted metal. See, I didn't even know they had a female singer. A female fronted metal outfit from Los Angeles, California. All right, let's check out. I'm going to go with Apple Music's Top Songs. And the first song is a song called Royals. Let's see what the fuck this song is. That's some new metal fucking shit.
1: I've never seen a in the flesh.
0: Is that fucking Lordy?
1: songs like gold who's in the bathroom
0: oh wow oh shit this is the lordy song huh that song
1: oh shit so that's
0: not good like, that's not good i'm sorry this was the lordy song. the lord the lord the lord song by a fucking good artist. Alright, let's see what this is. This song's called uh, Confer- Confrontation.
1: Wow, these new metal fuck, right aren't they? Like, it's the oh, rich man's war, is the poor that fight wall, capitalist crimes, no enemies reason the lies. No WMDs, so gives a fuck if they die? Just kill them all, watch them fall, skin the world with their lies. It's the rich man's war, is the poor. That fellow staff. 2007, Religion, Jesus Christ. We were hanging on, weren't we? Right. So, uh, we are the, the-
0: song's called Battle Ready from 2002. Oh. Ooh, you see the crowd bouncing.
1: There's a fucking <laughs> Giant jeans, wow, she's like she's like rapping, yo
0: Christ, um, I guess there's a reason why I never listened to that band. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. So, I mean, technically, my old band, Licka was one of these bands, I guess, on paper. You know, we were doing heavier music mixed with, you know, hip hop elements. But, you know, we always tried to do the hip hop part like way more than the metal part. Uh, of course, in the early on, we definitely had some more metal but as as we went on, you know we were getting rid of the metal stuff and concentrating more on the rap part of things and uh of course our m c never screamed like that. he would never really get loud like that. he kind of kept it you know if he did um if he did get loud, it was in a I don't know, in a not even in a Beastie Boys kind of way. It was just, you know, if he got aggressive, it was never screaming like, you know, that, Wah! you know, it was never anything like that, you know. So. He kept it MC. Maybe that's the best way, you know, if 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 MC is a. is a verb. He kept it that He he did that he kept it as an, he kept it, he kept it emceeing. He didn't really get screamy, never got screamy anyway. Uh, but yeah, as you know, even though we were one of, we fucking, even though we were one of those bands, we hated those bands. (laughs) We, We just didn't like them. We didn't like what they were doing. We didn't like the, the, the trend. We didn't like, um, you know, the goofy, I mean, I don't know, at that time, though, I did dress... I wore fucking Adidas sweatsuits and fucking beanies and triple X large shirts. And, um, But, I, you know... Yeah, big, you know... The shorts that were so big and baggy that, you know, if you were a short guy, it kind of almost didn't look like you were wearing shorts because they were so long. Your socks would go higher than the bottom of the shorts saying it looked fucking goofy. But uh <laughs> you know, um but yeah man, we did never went for the um the goofy piercings and the well I mean, well, I did that's that is when I dreaded my hair, so it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I don't know. I just we the, a lot of the trends fashion wise and music wise we didn't do i don't feel like we did uh or we tried to and if we had an element of it i think the only trend of that music that we sort of uh got on board with was being tuned down very low i know we had a lot of material that was tuned down to a um uh we had stuff in drop d and we had stuff in a and I think at the beginning we had a couple of songs in uh, in like a standard tuning. So, um, but they, we ditched those songs because it was uh, a pain in the ass to bring fucking three guitars uh, on stage everywhere um, to play all the different tunings. So um, we either had them in drop D or we had them in A. And that's what we did. But that was like the only trend that we kind of, picked up on or whatever anyway let's move on to opeth the Sweden metal band do they got a write up on these guys over here on the apple music oh shit 30 year career Sweden rockers opeth have transformed their sound from death metal to a complex mix of prog psychedelia jazz classical oh stop it all right well we're just gonna go off of um again the top songs as thought to be so uh, by uh, the Apple Music. Um, This song is called Ghost of Perdition off of uh, a 2005 release. Uh, Ghost Revere's, I think, is the name of the album. So let's see what Opeth is doing. I wasn't expecting that already.
1: Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm
0: done. I'm out. I'm out. What was that? I'm Try one more it's from uh, 2001 a song called Bleak this is off a album called Blackwater Park which apparently has uh, been re-released and they have a 20th anniversary edition of this record that's it Maiden, a little bit, right? of 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 course, not vocally, but I don't know, man. It ain't doing shit for me. So the reason, what, what? What what, what even sparked me to want to even check out the um, At least this band, Opeth Uh, Opeth is actually playing tonight in Oakland With uh, Mastodon And uh, I was like, you know what? I've never heard a fucking note of this band What are these guys doing? And since Opeth, in my mind And Otep have always been Sort of You know I don't know, because I never heard Either one of those bands So I figured, why don't I check them out And now I know how awful they both are, and I never have to check them out again. Um, Now, that's just not doing anything for me. That new metal noise is fucking tired and old, and of course that's, but, you know, it isn't like that band is pumping out any newer stuff. Uh, And then Opeth has been at it for a long time, um, and I never checked them out either. So there it is. Um. Oh shit! As I'm reading more of this, the quintet whose original go goal was to be the most evil band on earth took their name fr- um uh, took their name uh, City of the Moon from the fictional uh Feo Pheo, Fionessian city in Wilbur Smith's novel The Sunbird. Whatever the fuck that means, um, yada yada yada, blah 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 blah. I guess they've won some awards though, at least in uh, in Sweden. Greatest Prague rock album. Um, oh, Blackwater Park was considered to be uh, the twenty-eighth greatest Prague rock album, and the fifty-fifth greatest metal album of all time as far as rolling stone was concerned uh i guess not doing anything for me and i like a lot of shit from Speedin', but not you guys it's too it's no there's no style to this like this like it's very generic sounding to me like if i heard you know if i even knew these guys material I know that there's a lot of bands out there that have a lot of these similar em, uh, elements to their music, but it's there's not a signature enough to make me go, oh, that's a fucking, you know, that's an Opeth song. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds derivative of a lot of other stuff. And, um, you know, even with the gothy imagery and, in, in, uh, you know... ...cool looking shit, you know, like this fucking album cover for this EP called Burden looks cool as fuck. But, you know, whatevs, you know what I mean? You ain't fucking, like that Blackwater Park album cover is fucking cool. I don't know, man, just, it ain't doing nothing for me. It just ain't doing nothing for me. It's not hitting me in the dick like it should, you know. When you listen to music, they should hit you in the dick. Give you a little, give a little pound to your pecker, you know, make you feel like you're alive and it's not doing it. It's just not doing it. Not feeling alive.
1: earworm of the Week.
0: We have come to that point of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where, um getting ready to get the fuck out of here please rate review subscribe um you know leave a comment send your uh complaints and or suggestions to uh sean underscore at yahoo.com that is s-e-a-n underscore b-o-y-l-e-s at yahoo.com let me know that you're checking me out just to say hey and uh, I appreciate you checking me out every week. Uh, we're slowly, very, very slowly um, uh, getting more and more people listening. So that's kind of cool. And, uh, you know, it's the end of the year. Things are wrapping up. I'm seeing uh, everybody's posting their fucking Spotify top. Lists or whatever the fuck, and I don't have one because I don't listen to Spotify that often, hardly at all. Actually, the only time I listen to Spotify is to listen to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. That's literally the only, um, the only time I listen to Spotify. I don't listen to music usually on Spotify. Um, I did the earworm thing, right? I did the thing. Did I talk about everything? Oh, you know what I didn't talk about. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah. So I let's back up. I did. Uh, we'll do the earworm again. We'll do it later. We'll keep it. We'll keep it going. But I, um, the new variant, the new COVID variant, has everybody in a panic. Uh, not much known about it, except for they're already saying, hey, it's pretty chill. It's pretty mild so far. Not a nobody's died yet. But yet everybody's freaking the fuck out and travel bans are in effect and um the panic is on um but what has already come from the new variant the uh the the omicron 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 whatever the fuck it's called um be it that i have so many fucking comics that i am friends with on social media many of these fucking comics have decided that they want to have fun with the name Omicron and say it sounds like this or it sounds like that. And it's just fucking. I haven't seen one where I was like, ah, that's funny. It does sound like that. It all, it's so, just stop. Stop it. Stop it. Such a hacky fucking bullshit thing to say. It's, uh, ugh. I wasn't even tempted to to do one, not even in the in the in the slightest. What didn't even try to? Oh, it's Omicron sounds like a it sounds like a thing. Oh, I, it's just oh, I've seen so many of them I can't even remember any right now off the top of my head. Just, just you know, it's just dumb. Stop it! You're not. It's not that funny. It's not even a little bit funny. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Alright. Let's do it again. Fuck it. I'll do it again. I don't give a shit. I'll keep doing it again. That's right. Doing it again. I don't care. Um like I said, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that. Make me feel like uh I'm a loved person. Or maybe not even loved. Just fucking Oh shit! You know what? I didn't even put that shit in the list. God damn it! All right, this is what we got to do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it because I didn't put it in the thing. I forgot because I wasn't gonna do a normal. See what I usually do? I have a list I have in the iPad, and I have um, basically the songs I'm gonna play for the podcast. But be it that I was gonna do the um, the Otep and Opeh. I didn't put them in the list because I knew I was going to jump around and just pick songs at random or pick the songs that Apple says to do. Now, I could have just transferred those over and picked the you know, the top ones, but I did it. because I suck is basically why that didn't happen. But now, uh, Earworm of the Week is based off of the big bad show that I missed. Um, be it that I didn't go to the big bad show on saturday and i saw a clip of this band actually rehearsing for that show um and the song that i watched them rehearse was this song and it stuck in my head for a long fucking time you know good 4 or 5 days almost um act, well since friday um until maybe yesterday or the day before this song was stuck in my head. Uh ladies and gentlemen, this week's earworm of the week and the song that we are gonna go out on is uh, Death Angels thrown to the Wolves off of the Art of Dying record. Now, this is the record that they did uh when they sort of reformed uh after um after the Chuck Billy Cancer Benefit Show, uh all the bands had gotten back together. And Death Angel had got back together and they weren't even a band. Like they had got literally, you know, got back together for this thing and it was the first time they performed as Death Angel in like fucking, you know, twelve years or some shit like that. For like twelve years they were not a band. And this was the first record that they do. Um they do a tour of Europe after that show. They get offered all these dates and so they go to Europe when they get back from Europe. Um I think this album is on um I think this is century media, I'm not exactly sure I don't think it was nuclear blast uh which I think they're on now, but well, they basically offered a record deal, and so they got they wrote some songs and uh then they put this out, and then they kind of uh, kind of went back to not being a band so much um they didn't split there was no official word that they were gonna be done, but they weren't doing much. I know um. Rob, the guitar player, Rob uh, Cavastani, I know that his wife had gotten sick, and so I know he was taking time to take care of her and to actually um, go back to work as uh, as she couldn't. Um, So I think that put a damper in the output of the band because he's the main songwriter, so I don't think they were doing much, and it was at this exact same time during their not doing too much is when I... Um, started to jam with Osageda, uh, Mark Osageda, the singer for Death Angel, and we had our band All Time Highs. So All Time Highs sort of started during this lull, and I gotta say, and uh, it has been confirmed by uh by Mark that um the um All Time Highs playing uh playing around and doing shows as the rest of Death Angel was coming to the show to see us. Uh not necessarily as a whole band, but you know, Andy would show up to a show. Andy was a drummer at the time, right? Andy Galeone he'd show up and or Dan, the bass player, would show up. You know, Rob would come hang out. You know what I mean? So like different parts of the band were showing up to our shows, seeing us do this, you know, knuckle dragon, you know, Punk influenced rock and roll kind of shit, and they were seeing and then hearing how Mark was sounding and knowing that Mark was writing all the lyrics, um, they sort of it sort of sparked Death Angel to start writing again. And Rob basically came back after a little while. I was like, "Hey guys, let's start jamming because I think I have a whole record written." And um, they got together, banged out some songs, and that was ended up being uh the uh, Killing Seasons album. Is that what that album's called? It's right here. Oh no, uh um Was it Killing Seasons? Yeah, it was the Killing Seasons and then re- yeah. So uh so and I think Killing Seasons is the last record that um the last record that uh, um Andy played drums on. Uh so anyway, I'd said way more than I need to say about this fucking thing. <laughs> So, this is a song called Throne to the Wolves by Death Angel. Ladies and gentlemen, be good, keep it dirty, and I'll see you, Dick Knuckles, next week.